Hello, and welcome back to the MTG in Quarantine podcast with your host, MJ. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Before I get to the rest of today's episode, I'd like to give another quick shout-out like I always do to my local game store, Guardian Games. You know, Zendikar Rising is coming out next Friday, so definitely check out your local game store to be able to pick up all your sealed products, singles, as well as those brand spanking new commander decks that I can't wait to get my hands on. You can find Guardian Games at ggportland.com. For today's episode, I'm going to try to start reining back some of the the negativity and the controversial topics that I've been talking about over the last uh, couple of couple of episodes here, um, including my episode on my thoughts on the reserved list. So if you want to hear my some of my thoughts about that, uh, definitely go and check. Uh, my Spotify playlist or Anchor playlist or whatever provider you are listening to this podcast on. And it, it, it came to my attention that I, I started this channel because I wanted to talk about things that I really enjoyed about magic. And, um, and unfortunately, as part of the COVID thing and uh, re- regarding some potentially controversial decisions from Wizards of the Coast and just a lot of negativity in the Magic the Gathering community in general... I really do want to get back to the core tenets of this channel, and that's uh, trying to talk about things that I really enjoy about the game without trying to stir up any controversy. So today's episode is going to be a return to that. And I wanted to talk today for a few minutes just about uh, what I really love about Commander. Again, I know I talk a lot about EDH. It's the only format I really ever play, especially since my local game store can't really have any uh, limited events anymore. And uh, Commander has been my outlet for really being able to jam Paper Magic during this time of uh, uncertainty. And one of the things I really enjoy the most about EDH and Commander is the fact that you're able to build an absolutely unique deck list. This is something that I always really treasured as a kid when I was playing the Pokemon trading card game, the Yu-Gi-Oh trading card game. Effectively, uh, like I said in my episode on 60-card constructed decks, uh, if you haven't had a chance to listen to that, definitely check that out on my playlist. And I just really enjoy being able to kind of build a deck that uh, fits my personality. I love trying to do unique things. I always try to find a way to do a thing, whether it's magic or uh, something in my job or something uh, something else, some you know, writing. I do enjoy writing as a, as a side hobby when I have time. And I always just love doing unique things. And that that's one of the things that I really enjoy about Commander is the fact that since it's a social format and since we're not a competitive tournament environment for the most part, that, uh, that the community can really rally around custom decks that are can be kind of janky. But... Honestly, all that's really important is that you're really having fun, and that's really what I enjoy about it. So I spent part of today actually uh, putting together a new deck uh, using a commander who's by no means one of the most popular commanders in the game. Um, I always enjoy trying to find kind of niche commanders who don't really get a lot of love from the community, especially when when you take a look at their EDH EDH. EDH rec page, excuse me, and you don't really see a lot of decks in there for, for that commander because there's obviously some sort of major flaw that a lot of people see that push them away from that commander, or maybe they're just not the most powerful version of that effect, and so people look elsewhere, 
But I, I always try to find a way to try to be able to build these commanders because I really want to go into a game, again, hopefully when we can start returning to in-game play eventually, I really want to be able to go to a pod and have all the three other players who who I potentially don't know asking me what exactly my commander who who my commander is and what it does. Um, I mean, again, I I do have you know, I I have copies of some of the the most popular commanders uh, out there right now. I used to have a Muldroth of the Gravetide deck. It did not work at all, but people were always afraid of it because of uh, what other players have been able to do with that. And it always felt like I was kind of behind the eight ball on things. So honestly, I I just really want to be able to uh, be able to build custom commanders in the way that I want to. And and, and again, this also goes to uh, the way that I try to build some of my theme decks as well. So. I do all, before I build a new deck, I like looking at EDH Rec. Again, it's a great resource, edhrec.com if you're not familiar with it. And it's your one-stop shop for recommendations regarding commander staples. And, I mean, not just staples, but also being able to find cards that really synergize well or that people believe synergize well with uh, certain commanders, certain strategies. And I I always try to choose a theme that's not really either well-defined with that commander or kind of try to find some cards that don't quite uh, synergize the best with that commander, but still can do some janky, fun things. Uh, one of the one of the best examples of this is I do have a Alela Artful Provocateur deck. Uh, she is one of the top 20 commanders currently right now on EDH Rec, uh, with over 2,000 decks to her name. And she's an extremely popular commander because she does allow you to play in Esper Colors, basically running Esper Artifacts or Enchantments. Uh, and Esper being white, blue, black, and and really being able to get value off being able to cast artifacts. So obviously I'm running a whole package with low-cost artifacts. I'm running Psymaster Thopterist, be able to get a whole bunch of additional Thopters off of all of the all of my artifacts that I play. But I do also have a bunch of kind of janky cards in there that don't necessarily synergize the best with the deck but um, do kind of allow me to do some fun things. I, I, I do look at uh, Darksteel Juggernaut and Metalwork Colossus being two of those cards. Now, obviously, Metalwork Colossus is a great card in most artifact decks because the artifacts you have on the battlefield can help make its mana cost a, or its casting cost a whole lot less. But Darksteel Juggernaut, in its own way, it, it, it's kind of a fun card that I, I just really enjoy seeing in my hand because it's not the most powerful card and has to attack every turn. But honestly, I, I just really enjoy seeing it because it's just goofy, powerful when it needs to be, but it, it isn't completely overpowered. And really, what I do enjoy about building my uh, unique decks is I do it on a budget. Again, I could be running a whole lot of Commander Staples um, in, in all of my decks. Again, I do have a Demonic Tutor in, in my collection. I could be running a whole lot of crazy stuff in there, trying to really bling out my decks. But... I, I really do enjoy making my unique decks on a budget because that forces me to try to find some weird cards, especially older cards, which had strange effects that don't necessarily really match up with the power creep that the game has been dealing with in the past many years. But you, but I, I've always really gotten the thrill out of being able to play those old cards because, again, people have no idea what they do. And I, I really get a huge bit of satisfaction out of it when people have no idea what the cards I'm playing are. They've never heard of them before. 
it's kind of a weird interaction. And I, I really want people to, to leave games with me thinking, wow, that guy actually really built a unique deck. It's not like trying to play against 15 other people's Muldrotha decks where they're trying to run some uh, turn 6, turn 7 combo or, you know, ridiculous graveyard shenanigans. Honestly, I'd rather play around and win a game kind of by accident rather than um, by some sort of major plan that I've been building in the deck. Obviously, I do love value. I do love synergy. But on the other hand, I don't really do a toll ton with win conditions. I mean, I, I kind of just try to ride the value train as much as I can towards a win. But I, I try to do that in a way that's definitely flavorful for myself. So again, I, I try to find the theme that I, that I stick to when I build the deck. And I, I do try to pick out some good cards that uh, that synergize with that theme, obviously. Again, like with Layla, I'm playing a whole lot of artifacts, but I also have some enchantments in there. Again, just trying to make sure I can trigger her ability and be able to get a whole bunch of flyers and then be able to win with combat damage. Again, Layla is not one of, necessarily a commander who on EDH rec always wins with combat damage. Uh, but again, I'm not a combo player. I personally don't really enjoy combo uh, because it, it just feels like uh, games are super repetitive, and that's... Really, my big thing about Commander is I love variants. So I, I probably should be calling the, this episode why I love variants in Commander. It's because I, I I find that building my deck in my decks in unique ways forces me to try to think of some maybe less than optimal strategies, but some things where at the end of the game I feel like I really had fun trying to put this weird puzzle together. I had a game with uh, my PlayPod uh, four or five weeks ago, and uh, using that Layla deck and I, I didn't end up winning the game, but uh, the, the other players and I had a whole lot of fun joking about how much an, of an impact my Darkseal Juggernaut had had. Again, I just got smoked in the game. Um, it, it wasn't great for me. Obviously, the Juggernaut has to attack every turn, so it wasn't ideal. But the fact is, is that it just kept going that, that, that made it fun. I Honestly, I, I forget a lot of games that I play in. But that game really sticks with me just because of some of the silly cards that I was playing. And, and, and you just really remember those cards. And that's what I enjoy about uh, Commander, is that you can just build the deck however you want, and no one really should be able to tell you that you're wrong. That's what I don't enjoy about the tournament formats, uh, standard, modern, legacy, anything like that. So, it, so it's kind of like uh, trying to build limited, but being able to actually do it with a do this that sort of format with this with an actual pool of decent cards. Again, I'm terrible with limited, mostly because I get terrible card pools. But, but that, that that's a whole nother story. But but the point is, uh, to, just to wrap up here, that I uh, just building my deck today. Um, again, it, it's a commander who I'm not going to mention right now. Maybe someday I'll be able to do a deck tech on or something if I find that it works. Again, I don't want to embarrass myself in case it turns out to be a flaming pile of garbage. Um, but again, you, you have to play around with those kinds of decks. And I, I typically find that the decks that I build are much more fun to play than I ever thought they would be. Because e e even as I'm playing through some of these games and I'm not necessarily doing the best, I all of a sudden start finding some interesting interactions and then, you know, you know, with some board states and the weirdness of multiplayer, all of a sudden those decks built for janky, fun strategies just become extremely fun to play because they're not linear. You can kind of just cast some random stuff off the top of your library, check your hand. There's just a whole lot of fun stuff you can do. And honestly, I feel like that's really the reason why I keep coming back to play EDH slash Commander is because I just enjoy the, the fun variance and the interactions you can have with opponents so that no two games are the same. 
honestly, I, I, I wouldn't want to play two games that are exactly the same, though that, that's not the reason why I play this format. I play the format because I want to be able to play big, goofy spells and uh, weird interactions that don't necessarily work in any other format, but uh, Witch and Commander are fair game. So honestly, I just really enjoy being able to do that sort of thing, and it's the reason why I keep coming back to Commander uh, as, as a way to keep myself busy during uh, the uncertainty of the quarantine period here during COVID. Well, that about wraps it up for this episode. My name's MJ. You've been listening to the MTG in Quarantine podcast. My Twitter handle is at MTG in Quarantine. Thanks again for listening. Have a great weekend, and I can't wait to start playing with all the amazing new cards from Zendikar Rising this time next week. Take it easy. Have a good one.